Can't really talk through this If you don't know what this is If you don't feel something Off of this If you don't feel something off of this Oh man This is the show Oh that's random podcast This is your host Nerdy G And yes I'm jamming Something a little different Oh I have many different bags That I can get into And if you didn't know Now you know Welcome 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 to the show And I am your host that guy Nerdy G the one and only That guy Nerdy G Just call me Nerdy G What's going on folks I'm back with another one. I'm back with another one. And we're here and we're getting closer and closer and closer to that uh, 100 episode mark. And um, just a couple away, man. Just a couple away. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Let me say that again. I am excited. Uh, not giving up. Going to do it. Going to keep doing it. This is my dream. This is what I want to do. Um, ever since I heard the Nerdist podcast back in. 2010 or 2009 I believe it was 2010 though when I first heard the Nerdist podcast I knew that this was something that I wanted to do not only that I wanted to do it with some friends build something and uh make it big but uh here I am and so sometimes you can't wait for other folks you just got to do what you got to do and keep it pushing and keep it moving and make it make it shut jive do whatever you got to do if it's your dream you live it out yourself but enough of that anywho ah 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 uh, today we're gonna be talking about only children. Only children. I want you to understand. I'm not trying to rag on these folks. I'm not trying to rag on these folks at all. But there are some things that they're missing. Okay, there's some things that they're missing. It's just that simple. Not being funny. Not trying to be uh, some funny guy. He he ha ha. But as an only child, there are things that they miss uh, growing up with siblings. And I know some of you probably out there thinking, oh, well, maybe well, maybe you can have a, a brother, a cousin, uh, a close friend. Maybe you can get some of the same. No, it's not the same. It's not it, it's not the same because you don't get to spend the time, the 24 hours, the waking every minute, uh, the summer days where. You're ready to choke the shit out of your brothers. You're ready to throw them through a window, put their head in the refrigerator, slam the door a couple times. Um, You're not. It's different. It's different when you live with a person or two or three or or four or five. Uh, uh, We're seeing now families are getting bigger, bigger and bigger. I mean, hell, you can stumble on uh, Instagram and there's more than a handful of families that are greater than five so those children are gonna grow up and be in my opinion some productive people in the world not all of them but uh a lot of them and they're gonna have a lot of lessons early life lessons that's gonna help them in their adulthood and those um some of those key lessons right some of those key lessons and let's start with the first one let's start with the first key lesson 
that uh, we all need to learn as we grow up. We need to know how to share. And see, when you're an only child, you don't have to share a damn thing because it's all you. It's you and you alone. So therefore, when it's just you, it is just you. You don't have to share anything. Nobody, you don't have to share your Oreos. You don't have to share your milkshakes. You don't have to share your ice cream. You get to pick the whatever cereal you want, and that's the cereal that you get to eat. Only children love that shit. But because they don't have anybody to share with or they don't have to compromise with anybody, sharing bills and breeds some ugly monsters. Hands down. Just being honest with you. Um, for example, when you're stingy or when you're not used to sharing, when it comes to your decision-making piece, right? It's more about you and you alone. Uh, you don't have to consider anybody else. And that plays a part into like working well with others. Uh, some of us don't understand it. Some of us don't see how that's connected. Uh, and I promise you it is connected promise you it's connected because if I don't have to share anything, it's all mine. It's all mine. The word mine means mine and mine's alone. I don't have to share with anybody. When I go to the grocery store and I, and I'm with my mom and my mom asked me, what kind of cereal do you want? That means me and me alone. There's nobody else for me to argue with. There's nobody else to say, Hey, how about we get these this time in Next time, we'll get the kind that you want. There's nobody for me to compromise with. So in that instance, as a child, because I'm in the grocery store with my mother, and she's telling me, hey, pick the cereal that you want, and there's nobody around me to that I have to bargain with or try to reason with, I'm just going to say, I want those. And she's going to get those because that's what I want. And not saying that's a bad thing, but when that person grows up, when it comes to business, it's all about what they want. It's about their needs. It's about what they see is best for them, right? A little psychopathic. That's what, that, that's what, that's what we kind of want to put. Narcissists, we throw, throw the narcissist in there. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me, 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 me. Right. Cool. Got it. No problem. But that starts because you don't have anybody to work with as a child. You don't have anybody only child. I'm only speaking to the people who have only one kid. Y'all assholes for that. Y'all are assholes for only having one kid. You should have had two, at least two. But having one, that's some fuck shit. I said it here. I'll say it every day. Having one kid and letting that kid grow up alone by himself, his or herself, or they, or them, by themselves, then, yeah, you're kind of asshole for that. And I stand by that. Unless you're going to sit there and you're going to teach them these lessons early on how to give and take, in which I'm not saying that some of these parents aren't doing that, but let's just be honest. When I was growing up, all our parents did was work, 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 and they said they want to give us better than what their parents gave them. But in reality, their parents wanted to give them better than what their parents gave them. But what they really gave them was work, 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 and um, 
check me out now. I'm work, 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 working. It's a cycle. It happens. We can break it. We can stop it. But, you know, when you're ready to break it, you can do that. Uh, so, moving on, right? I can sit here and unpack that whole learning, the learning to share, right? The other part of that I said was working well with others. If I'm the sole person that's been making the, the decisions my whole life since I can remember, I don't really know how to work well with others. I don't know how to take a step back and see somebody else's point of view. I don't know how to look and be like, uh, okay, I'm the only child. And I never had to think about anybody else when it came to me making decisions. Just that simple. So therefore, only kids, kids, single, single, single home kids don't know how to work well with others. Just that simple. That's not a knock on them. It's just what it is. They didn't, they weren't gifted with the tools to learn how to work with somebody else. Point an example, right? Me and my brothers. Okay. My brothers love to go outside. And so did I. So that was, it's three of us. Right. And there's a three point system that we had to work, you know, kind of angles to get our mom to let us go outside. We already know she was going to say, Hey, you guys got to clean up. Everybody was going to get an assignment. But not only that, we knew in order for that to work, I had to be the one to ask to go outside because mama doesn't say no to the baby boy at all. She'll say yes, but is those rooms clean? Is those bathrooms clean? And what does that kitchen look like? Cool, got it, not a problem. But here's the kicker. My brothers understood that we get to spend more time outside, which is something that they wanted to do. And for me, I was like, eh, I'll go outside, find a tree, climb up it, or, you know, just go be, my, be by myself, be me who I am. I didn't care about how long I was outside, but I knew that they wanted to be outside. Um, and what they would do is once my mother gave us our assignments, once my older brother was done cleaning up the bathroom, he came in our, to the room to see how far I was along. He would attack the kit. He would attack the room with me. Then we would run into the kitchen. Both of us. He got me on board now because he's amped. He came and helped me. So now I feel obligated to help him and help my other brother to achieve their goal of going outside and having the maximum amount of time to play. So now it's not a just about me. It's about all three of us working towards one goal. Um, Truly, it's not really my goal, it's their goal, but I want to help my brothers because, you know, they showed me some kind of compassion and we work together. There's a, there's a, you scratch my back, I scratch your back, and it works. You leave my toys alone, I'll ask, can we go outside? I'll go outside with you guys. I'll let you guys run and play all, all day and night until the street lights come on, and then we got to, and then we got to come back in the house. Simple, quick, easy, peasy. I'm the closest. I stay the closest to the house. So once my mom goes outside and yells all of our names, I can run, go get them, come back in the house, high five, baths, and I probably got their dessert at dinner time. It works. Scratch your back. You scratch my back, I scratch your back. 
if you're the only kid in the house, if you're the only kid in the house, how does that work? Who back do, do you have to scratch? Who are you working with in order to, I don't know, um, come, you know, come to a common goal with? You're not working with anybody. If you want to do something, you ask. You just say, hey, I'll go outside. I'll ask my mom, can I go outside? I know the room is cleaned. Um, I've done what I was supposed to do, and I'm done. You never have to run into the, to the, um, you never have to run into the fact of that you have to help someone else clean up or you have to work with someone else. It's a solo act. All right. It's a solo act. Think about it. Think, I want you to think about this. How many solo acts have you seen go into groups and it last? I'll let you think about that and you tell me, but how many groups have you seen where somebody has broken off solo and it quite didn't work out because they're better in a team group or a team setting versus them being solo. Same thing with kids. Same thing with a kid. If you were the only child and you never had to work, work with anybody or work with your siblings to a, for a common goal, then what? You're not going to be good at it. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. They're not going to be good at it. You translate that into their adult life. When they have their common reviews or whatnot, they don't work well with others. I don't see you. Some of them may try to do their best to play the game, but it seeps out. It's just like you only can hold your feelings in for so long, your true feelings. It's just like moving in with somebody, right? The first two months are going to look pretty damn good. After that, you know, clothes are going to start getting laid around on the floor. Bras are going to be hung over the shower rod. You know, you're going to see people hygiene change a little bit you know shit only lasts for so for so long you only can hold who you truly are in for so long god's honest truth i'm not telling no lies here you know it you've been through it you walked through it you you've been in a relationship before i'm telling you now this other one having to care for others you understand having to care for others these single Children home, they didn't have to care for nobody else. All they was looking out for was numero uno because it's only them there by themselves. Their parents are working. They're, they don't care about what their parents are doing. Their parents got money. They can buy whatever the hell they want. They don't really care about their parents in the sense as if they had a sibling where they actually had to care for their siblings' feelings as well. Right. Somebody that's there every single day where they have to where they're kind of put in a situation to where they have to think about this person feelings. Now, granted, I am going to tell you some kids who do have siblings, they siblings just don't give two shits about them. And that's fine. OK, that happens. But for the most part, when the sibling, when, when there's only a single child in the house and they don't have to truly think about caring about somebody else's feelings or how that person may see something or, you know, working with that person on a common goal. When that kid grows up, their relationship life is going to be kind of tough because those are, those are things that they haven't had to use. And because they haven't had to use those tools or because they haven't 
been in those situations where they had to share, where they had to work well with others or where they had to care about somebody else. They just didn't know. They don't, they don't, they, if, what does that, if you, if you don't use it, you lose it. Well, the hell, if I never had it, how the hell can I lose something that I never had? So when I'm older and I'm in these relationships, it's a little tough. It's a little different. Things just don't vibe the same. So these only children with no siblings, when they grow up and get into relationships, it's kind of tough for them. And it's tough for the person who, you know, is dealing with them. The things we don't think about. Right. That's why I say, hey. You parents who've only had one child, you know, just said, hey, you know what? Shit, that was too much. I'm done. That's it. That's over with. Understand what you're creating. You're creating little assholes that that's going to be all about me. Not 100 percent of them, but the most the, the percentile that I'm going, I'm going to go 86 percent about 86 percent of them fuckers just don't give two shits about anybody else. They're all about self. From the time that they are able to talk, you have been giving them options to make decisions on their own that only evolves around them. I'm going to say that again. Since the age of three, you've been giving your children options that only evolve around them. So if I go from the age of three to 18 and I'm only making decisions that evolve around me and I don't have to think about a sibling or anyone else when I'm making these decisions. That's all I got to say. Who the hell? What's Sam Hill? What in the tar nation? That kid's going to be selfish. That kid's going to have a tough time building, not so much as building a relationship because you can build a relationship without those tangible things, but how would you be able to, Sustain those, sustain those um, relationships when it comes down to where you got to talk about the important things. Well, I never have to talk about this with anybody else. I consult myself. And once I consult myself, hell, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Venito, vamos, whatever the hell you want to call it. I'm done. I'm finished. What do you want me to do? I'm used to calling the shots on my own. Now I have to, now I'm in a relationship and I need to talk to you and get permission from you or I got to collaborate with you to understand what's going on or that we're going to make a decision together so that um, I don't see how that benefits me in the best way. Yeah. 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 I mean, what you say, what, what, what do you say to that? Right. What do you say to that? Um, it you have to take all those things into consideration. You have to take all those things into consideration, right? The cousins, cool, they come and they go, but does it stick with them? We know that they say you have to do something twenty eight days in a row in order for you to become before to become a new habit, right? But if your cousins are coming and going, and you start to use some of those skills, but you don't use them every single day. You're not gonna you're not gonna retain those skills. So you may you may develop them, but you don't retain them. You don't use them all the time. So it's not your first go to. As a single child, only you're gonna be about you. Your relationships are gonna be difficult. Your your romantic relationships. Uh you can build great friendships because then it's like, hey, 
you know, you could be superficial. You could be all about self and then self-centered and people probably just say, Hey, well, that's just how that person is. I don't have to deal with them on an everyday basis. I don't have to go home and live with them, sleep with them or anything like that. And it's totally fine. But those people who do go home and, and sleep and live with that person every single day or spend the majority of their time with that person every single day, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You get what I'm saying? It's not, it's, it, we just didn't do the best as parents. We needed to give that kid another sibling. Like if we want to really put out some good people into this world, like I say, it's not 100% effective. I'm not saying that because I mean, hell, you know, if I can get some scientists to reach out to me, you know, help me out. I have a theory on the whole siblings and how it works with the children, uh, especially, like I say, just reach out to me. If there are some scientists out there that want to get with me on how these sibling traits work and we can map out a graph and I can show you what my thought process is and just put some science behind it. And then we can create a little bit better, you know, people, little people to grow up to be great humans and push the world forward. But uh, any scientists out there, hit me up the link in the description and all that good old stuff, but hit me up. I got some stuff and I promise you we can make a better world. Um, but that's, that's God's honest truth. That's God's honest truth. These only children, these parents that just, that's depriving them of these basic skills. Um, I, like I say, I had, I grew up with three brothers. Uh, I mean, we weren't all in the house at the exact same time. I mean, well, we were for a period of time, but it was always me and at least one other sibling in the house. Not all three of us uh, for a period of time. It was, but not for a long extended period of time. But that period of time was long enough for us to continuously to develop those skills um, to learn how to work well with others and pretty much, you know, be considerate of other needs at times. It's not 100% accurate that I'm always going to be considerate of somebody else's uh, feelings. And sometimes I do want to be selfish and I do exhibit that at times when I rarely, I mean, rarely do I exhibit it. But when I do exhibit it, I mean, hell, I just mean I've been pushed to the brink. I've been pushed to the point and I just feel like everybody's been pulling from so pulling, 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 pulling for me to the point where I say, hey, barnacles, I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to do something for myself and I go do something for myself. It's okay. That, that, that's cool. Everything is okay. It's okay. I promise you the key word here is team, right? And depending on the way that you're looking at it, it says team, right? Or, you know, it's just that like, it's, it's a, it's, it's a team effort. When you have siblings, when you have, when you have siblings that are in the house with you, it's a team effort for you guys to make it to, uh, you know, legal age and get out the house uh, the third child, like myself, I mean, we watch the mistakes of the first two children and, you know, but along the way they help us, we learn from their mistakes. And then, um, when we jump out into the workforce, we, we're kicking behind, we're kicking, we're kicking butt, you know what I mean? We're out there, you know, giving our best foot forward because we know how to work with people. We, we saw early on, um, some of the mistakes that were made, um, I'm not saying that this is something that we do 
consciously. This is something that we do subconsciously. Whereas it's no different from when you say, Hey, um, this is the way that my grandma used to clean up the house. Um, and now I'm cleaning up the house the way that my grandma used to clean up the house. No, subconsciously you're doing that. You're, you didn't wake up this morning and say, Oh, my grandma used to clean up the house this way. So I'm going to clean up the house this way. You don't do that. It's a subconscious thing where you behaviors that you have experienced in the past. Um, you just kind of, you kind of do what you know, what you've seen, what you've been used to, what you've been, uh, accustomed to what made you feel comfortable when you need to go back. The brain is a wonderful thing. We keep, they keep telling us this. Um, it's a big, wonderful thing that they really truly don't 100% fully understand, but that brain is amazing and it, it, and it does things and it, it, it's wonderful and you just got to smile about it. Right. And you, you can appreciate it, embrace it. A lot of things that we do from our childhood are, they transition into our adulthood, right? And some of those traits that we've learned, some of those characteristics that we learned or, you know, built upon as children, we, as adults, we just stack on that. We just stack on it. And that's who we are. That's who we are as people. And that's how we become. But then when we got to, like I say, everybody, no matter if you grew up with siblings or not, when it comes to hearing the truth about ourselves, some of us take that to heart. It's hard for us to hear the truth about ourselves from somebody else. That's why I feel like when anytime you give a person evaluation or you give a person some type of criticism about their self, they're kind of like, and eh, no, they, they, they kind of they push back at first. Some people can receive it and just say, okay, okay, okay. But then when they go home, they're probably like, that motherfucker don't know what he was talking about. Stupid. That ain't got no sense. He, he how you gonna tell me? But that's because we as people have a hard time with telling ourselves the truth. And if we just told ourselves the truth and looked ourselves in the mirror just a little bit more, then you know, maybe we can evolve a little bit faster, kind of move this thing along, all of us get into outer space and you know, get into these flying cars and all that good old stuff that we've seen on TV, you know. But that's just something that, you know, I that's something that I'm I'm dreaming of. I don't want to put that off on any of you out there listening, but I thank you for all those who are listening to me. I do, I do appreciate it once again, but that's the whole deal of being the only child, you know, it, it messes, it messes some things up. Even with the communication, think about it. The only child, who the hell are they communicating with in the household? They don't have to talk. They don't have to talk if they don't want to. The parents are going to come in and they're going to ask them about homework. How was school? What did you do today? All right, cool. What do you want to get into? Eh, nothing. Okay, well, hey, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go to the football game. I'm going to go to my cheerleader practice. Other than that, you're just asking surface-level questions. So when you're asking surface-level questions to your children, that's that, that kid that's only one kid in your household, you're asking them surface-level questions, and they don't have anybody to communicate with that's their age or a little bit younger than them, then how the hell do you think their communication is going to be when they get older? Hmm? That doesn't make you an introvert because you're, you grew up in a single, single, uh, a single family home where it's just you by yourself. That doesn't make you an introvert. That just means that you didn't have any siblings or you didn't have any friends or cousins that you can talk to. And so now that you, that you grow up, you might be a little, you know, 
socially inept where you don't know how to really interact with people because it was just you in that house and you were probably talking to your stuffed animals, which is fine. Cause I mean, hell I talk to my Ninja Turtles, so it doesn't matter. Um, but it does, it, it doesn't matter if you talk to your Ninja Turtles or your stuffed animals. What matters is that you didn't talk to, other people you didn't interact with other people um when i think about college right everybody says college is is an experience you are correct college is an experience because then you get to go be with people from all walks of life and you get to interact with people because not everybody's going to be the same from the neighborhood that you're from that's the beauty of college the beauty of college is one big networking melting pot and same thing with the sororities they come and you know, you say it's a brotherhood, it's a sisterhood, you build bonds and all of that. When those single, single, single home kids get to college and they get to experience in that, it's something brand new for them. It's something exciting because it's probably not something that they had growing up. Like I said, once again, this is not 100% all of them, right? I'm not saying all of them. I'm saying about 86%, maybe, maybe 78%, somewhere around now, 78 to 86, but I like 86. Um, and 78 was, was a good number too, but somewhere between 78 to 86% of these kids just, they just, it's going to be something brand new to them. It's going to be some new skills that they're going to develop and it's going to help them in their adulthood and it's going to help them in their careers. Um, those who don't, um, it's not, they're, they're, they're going to be hindered. They're going to have a little bit more growing to do. They're going to have a little bit more, uh, challenges, like I say, when it comes to relationship building, when it comes to careers, it's going to be a little different and that's okay. It's okay. It's just challenging, but they have to be able to look themselves in the face, understand and recognize, Hey, this is what it is. And once they recognize that, Hey, okay, I need to do better myself because I don't have the best communication skills. I don't really work well with others. I don't really care about too many other people and I don't really like sharing my shit. Hey, Karen, leave my fucking sandwich alone, okay? Leave my fucking sandwich alone, okay? And, yeah, it's it's just that. But y'all know what it is. Y'all heard me. I said what it is. Y'all know what it is. I'm not going to keep y'all too long. Y'all know I don't like to be the dead horse. It is what it is. Um, you know, if you want to follow me, it's Insta- the Instagram is that guy nerdy G. Also, you can uh, follow Nerdy's Umbrella. Please do follow Nerdy's Umbrella. That's where I upload all the podcast clips. Also, swing yourself on over to nerdysumbrella.com where you can listen to all of 98 shows uh, that I have uh, posted. Not only that, um, if you want to find me on Twitter, it is nerdy underscore G-E-E-W-A-Y. I tweet some weird shit every now and again. I just be out there doing my thing, sharing my thoughts. It is what I do. This is Oh That's Random Podcast. And once again, I am your host, that guy, the one and only Nerdy G. And until next time, you know, let's keep on singing and rocking out because that's what we do. That's what we do.
Oh, this random podcast. Yeah.